Green Team Academy podcast, episode 27, From Eco Club to Eco Community, the Smart Eco Club in Redcliffe, Bristol, England. If you're ready to become an eco leader in your community, then you're in the right place. I'm Joan Gregerson, and I work to help teams make a big impact fast. Don't forget to head over to greenteamacademy.com to get your very own Green Team Essentials. I put these together for you because this is exactly what I wished I had had when I was starting out. Join our fabulous community, download the free guide to 12 common but easily avoidable mistakes, and hop into our podcast discussion group. I can't wait to meet you there. And now, let's get started. Well, hello there, Green Team. Welcome back. So nice to be with you again today. You know, it's great to talk about strategies and tools, but there's nothing like hearing how a group of people got together and did some amazing stuff. And so today I'm going to be talking with you about an eco club that I found out about that is at the St. Mary Redcliffe and Temple School in Redcliffe, Bristol, England. As you're listening to this, think about the strategies that they use that you could use to have an impact in your community. So this was started less than two years ago in November 2016 when two teachers, Mrs. Clapson and Mrs. Molnar, established the SMRT, so I'll just call that the Smart Eco Club There were really two things that spurred them to do it. One was that their leadership team had said that it was really the adult's responsibility to demonstrate environmentally friendly practices. And second, they live in the town of Bristol, which has been named a green capital that has this thriving eco community. And the mayor of Bristol, Marvin Reese, has called for a measurably cleaner Bristol by 2020. So based on those two ideas, they decided to start this eco club. Their initial aim was to partner with the staff that is looking after their school building and their playground and to raise awareness among the students about stewardship and looking after what they've been given. But it also capitalizes on the students' natural enthusiasm for upcycling, recycling, and reducing waste. So to start with, they started meeting every Thursday at lunchtime. And I think this is a key part of a functioning green team is that you have a regular time to meet. And they really focused on the litter patrol as one of their main things. So they would go out and engage with the different students and thank them that have been being responsible or challenge the ones that were littering. And to start with, it was seen as kind of a joke. But over time, what they saw was that the students who really care about their environment and care about their resources were given a voice. They were given a way to talk about what they see as important and as a way to challenge people that were maybe accidentally littering. Another area that they worked on was in taking a piece of neglected land on their school site and turning it into a school garden. They partnered with the Redcliffe Garden Club as they went through this. They planted 
beans and cucumbers and nasturtiums. They've had plant sales where they raise money for a local charity, and they received an award in their city's school garden competition for making this transformation of that piece of land into this fabulous school garden. Another area that they've worked in is in talking with the school leadership team. And they said this is one of those challenge areas where the school has systems and you have to work through those systems. Their leadership team has been responsive and has made changes in response to the suggestions that they've given to them about when the team looked into their use of photocopying paper or energy use by computers And they partnered with a nonprofit called Living Streets that encourages more walking to school. I also love that this team has been part of their entire town and has acted as a key part, a key player in the town's call for that measurably cleaner Bristol by 2020, that the School Eco Club hosted a green event for other schools to come and see what they've done. And they invited officials from the town and other professionals to come in and talk to all of them. The Eco Club has also started its own mini recycling center to upcycle some of the plastics that they have. They're also holding discussions on an ongoing basis about the problem of plastics in the school. When the teachers were asked what their vision was for the future, they said within the next few years, they want to see plastic recycling well-established in the school, a zero tolerance to litter, a blossoming school garden growing healthy food that would be used in our school cafeteria, continued links with our local community, and above all, our students automatically embracing the smart eco-club values of respect and care. What they talked about also was that it has really changed from an eco-club to an eco-community, where every member in the school, whether it's students or teachers or administration, is all a part of this eco-initiative. So it's an eco-community rather than an eco-club. And that's what we're going for is cultural transformation. And when they were asked if they have advice for anyone who wants to set up a similar initiative, they said, be convinced and be passionate. Don't let the odd negative remark put you off. We believe that the students can only benefit from an eco club, whether it be through future employment opportunities or building community links. The school can reinforce so many of its messages through such an initiative, respect for self, others, our planet, and our future. Okay, so that is a quick overview of the St. Mary Redcliffe and Temple School in Redcliffe, Bristol, England. As I look at that, I see from the beginning, they started with really deep values. They knew what they were trying to do on a deep level. They started with one strategy, And as other strategies came up, as there was things that people were passionate about, opportunities that came up, they were willing to adjust and expand into those areas. So those are all great lessons for us is to get something started and then be willing to adjust and go where the community needs and passions are. 
I also liked that they worked on all different levels. They worked on that personal level. They established new norms for their community, and they participated as key players in the broader community of what's happening with their town and partnering with the Red Cliff Garden. And I forgot to mention there was a couple grants that they got as well so that they could do more. So I hope that inspires you to see just regular people getting together and trying things and to see what a great impact they've had. Are you thinking of starting a school eco club or have you already participated in one? We'd love to hear about your experiences and your ideas over in the podcast discussion group. Thanks so much for joining me. That was episode 27 and I'll see you right back here soon on the Green Team Academy podcast. You, my friend, are doing such important work. Caring about the planet and trying to figure out how to make an impact fast You're exactly the kind of person that our world needs more of. To make sure that you're not wasting your precious time or energy, make sure you head over to greenteamacademy.com. Check out the expert trainings that are available and get your Green Team Essentials so you'll get the support you need. Thank you for everything you're doing and I'll see you right back here next time on the Green Team Academy podcast. (music) 